Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Well, the online retail space is ultra competitive, making it more difficult for brands to make their products stand out. So in a world where scroll fatigue is becoming commonplace, my first guest, Kira Sheehan from Orb Media, has the solution which will create an immersive experience for online shoppers. But Kira, perhaps you can start the interview by providing us with an insight into your own background. Okay, so I am from Tala in Dublin and I have been in business and sales and marketing real estate and media for 25 years and along that time I've always had this inkling of the storytelling part of my brain which needed to an itch that needed to be scratched. Um, I have a degree in journalism from the University of Sheffield but I could never get a job in Ireland that would fully pay um, a living salary if you like. So I kind of got sucked into the lukewarm waters of sales and grew my career from there but eventually have ended up back in the storytelling business, which is really what immersive experiences are all about. Now, I'd like to take you back to 2017, and you first had the idea for Orb Media. Where did the idea come from? So, my co-founder and I have a property company, a small property company. And at the time, I had to take a step back from the business because I had had a sick child. And we were looking for ways we could differentiate ourselves from our competition online like the way we sold ourselves that wasn't necessarily price based because at the time it was a race to the bottom in terms of estate agencies so we came across the technology in australia and america in its very very early days where it was being used in the real estate industry and as soon as i saw it the storytelling part of my brain just burst into life because i knew instantly that this technology had the potential to change the way we interact with each other with online content and with our favourite brands or retailers or games or sports. And it was from that moment on that we started to test the market and test the technology. So provide us with an insight into the technology and explain to us what it does. When you enter a virtual store, you click on a button and you get a helicopter view which brings you down inside the virtual environment, which can be a luxury store, the inside of a sports ground, an underwater scene, a desert, a movie set. It can be on the moon. It doesn't matter where it is. What you will have is a fully immersive experience on your phone that you scroll around with with your finger to discover the products and discover the videos and the brand ambassadors and where you can buy them and how you can buy tickets, you can register for events. Anything that you do on your boring flat 2D phone or on your boring flat laptop, You can do it in a gamified way that you really enjoy in an immersive experience. So what benefits does that bring to both consumers and then, of course, the business, the retailer? So the benefit of the consumer is that they get to actually get much closer to the desired item. So when we build a store and we put in, say, it's a fancy handbag, that fancy handbag will be a a little 3D model that you can actually click on it and it will swivel around and you can see if it has pockets on the inside on the outside if it's got little gold feet if it's got a gold strap will it take the baby's bottle will it take pack of baby wipes how big is it really so we will bring you closer to your desired item rather than buy the bag it doesn't do what you want you send it back and you're back to square one again as a consumer as a retailer 
we can keep your customer totally engaged in your store environment in a positive, willing way for up to 400 times longer than a standard website. You can ask the customer to discover your story, discover your team, discover the heritage of your product, discover the organic production videos, um, register for special offers, um, attend events, meet the team. Um, one of the features we have is you can have a private Zoom call within the experience with the salesperson without them ever leaving. So you can even do replicate that in-store experience if you want to. And then the second benefit for the retailer is that every time a customer interacts with an item in the store, we track that interaction. It's all clean data. There's no funny stuff. Um, we track that so we can give you much better insights into what your consumer is actually interested in, not what you think they're interested in. Now, you speak a lot about scroll fatigue amongst online shoppers. How much of a problem is that? So, you think about when you're on your phone, right? The average thumb scroll is three seconds. So, a brand has three seconds to get your attention before you scroll on. When they do get your attention, the attention span at the minute is somewhere between five and seven seconds and dropping. So, in a total, they have eight seconds to get your attention and get your empathy because empathy is what drives connections and that's the part of your brain that makes you press purchase faster. So a three-second thumb scroll is not good for anyone. And then what happens is, according to Google, seven out of ten customers have scrolling fatigue and out of that seven, three will drop off and buy nothing at all. So the implication for that on retailers is massive and they don't even realise it. So for retailers that want to increase their conversion rates, what process do you bring them through to actually implement this immersive technology? So anything we create, is we host it, and it's a link that we give you that you put on your website or on your social. So it doesn't slow any of your standard um, websites down or any of your online shopping down. It's, it's, it's almost like um, a, a way to go faster with your shoppers. So we would usually go through a discovery process and find out what is the retailer's call to action. Do they want to sell, you know, a hero range product? Do they want to focus on a seasonal range? Do they want to do Christmas campers? Do they want to do a new organic candle range? And then we build it out based on what best reflects their brand values. So, for example, you could have a wonderful organic candle maker in Cork and they want to have a Japanese garden background to sell their beautiful candles or you could have a guy who wants to sell more hubcaps and he's going to want a Formula 1 pit lane with all his hubcaps in there to sell more hubcaps so it's all down to the brand values and a reflection of the brand story You have worked with some very high profile retailers including Burberry and Jameson, how did those opportunities present themselves? So what I did was I looked at the brands who were showing innovation in the marketplace the brands who had an appetite for change and who were spending a portion of their marketing budget on new technologies. And I aligned myself with some of the innovation companies in the UK. So I got really close to their processes and I took their business models apart to see, you know, what connections had they got? How did they interact? Were they on networked panels, forums? And when COVID happened, there was lots of community business, entrepreneurial technology forums that were suddenly open to everybody which would have been a closed shop. So I basically got on of all of those and found out who the decision makers were, what their appetite for change was and how I could get to them. Some of them, I emailed them directly. I was just really cheeky. Um, and some of them I did 
I did it through um, innovation programs. But you literally have to handpick them and go after them. The other thing I would encourage people to do is look at partners. We engaged with um, some high-end um, venues in Dublin who had access into the drink suppliers market. And that worked really well for us. And we've engaged with some brand agencies in the UK. So they bring us different opportunities. Um, and we try and work out what might be best for the customer there. A lot of it is discussed before you actually implement the project. And is there much competition in this particular space? The competition is inertia. That's the first competition. Let's do nothing and everything will be fine. No, it won't be fine. The second competition is a company in New York who are a little bit further along the road than we are. But when I discovered their website a few years ago, I was delighted because it validated my instincts and my vision as to where I could see this going. So it is alive and kicking. Um, we just need to grow it on this side of the Atlantic as quickly as we can. And in terms of the growth opportunities for our media over the coming years, are they all focused in the retail space? And if so, at what particular vertical are you going after and targeting? This technology is expensive to build. And we, I have a really, really good team who just have been so loyal and they work so hard to get where we need to go on a shoestring because we've bootstrapped a lot of the way. So we know that there is a really strong market opportunity to immersify the e-commerce and online shopping experiences of customers. And that's what we call our platform, Immersify. So we know that we can make things better. Um, But for me personally, you know, it's a bit like you kind of have to grow the business um, to a certain point before you can go off and do the other things that you'd like to do. And one of the things that really drives us as a company is to democratise this technology to make it open for everybody. So in the same way that only gamers had access to VR headsets years ago, now it's a bit more common. But we really feel that access to this technology should not just be done to people who have privilege and access to the money for headsets and the money for PlayStations. And there's a massive role in tech for good with this technology, whether that's in education, social services, um, healthcare. You know, there's, there's lots of ways this technology can be used to affect the next generation in a really positive way that gives everybody better connections and gives everybody access to the tech where they can imagine their own vision, where they can drive their own purpose, rather than it just being driven by one core sector, which would be just the gaming industry on its own. And for any retailer listening to this morning's programme that's thinking, is this technology more suitable to a national retailer with large scope and resources, or is it something as well that can be utilised by local retailers? I think it's, it's really good for local because we, you might think as a retailer that you're local and you're small, but actually, if you were to put your 15 or 20 or 30 hero products into an immersive experience, you would find that you have a gamified experience that really reflects your brand and this, it's really highly populated with different messaging and assets and special offers and products that you would be surprised how quickly you can amplify your business when you look at the product in a store in this way, rather than just on a flat page on, on the phone or on your laptop. And Kira, finally, I know that you're very passionate about female entrepreneurs. So what advice have you got this morning for anybody that's setting out on their journey into entrepreneurship? Well, when I started out, we borrowed a camera from Samsung. There was three cameras in the country. We had one, they had one, and Sherry Fitzgerald had one. And Sherry Fitzgerald gave theirs back. So we had, we had the camera, 
but Samsung had the camera, but they had no content. And we went out and created content from nothing, from a camera we, were, we borrowed, and we got paid for it. And it was being paid for it that then validated the next step that we took. And every step I took, I had a toddler on the back of my leg. I was at the kitchen table. I juggled preschool, school, after school, GAA, ballet, piano lessons in between trying to build this business. And what I would say to any woman at any age is, if you think you can do something better than what's already being done, then go for it. And don't give up and don't let your situation control your destiny. Well, if you've just tuned in, that was Kira Sheehan from Orb Media. And I wish Kira every continued success with growing her business. Southeast Radio's Business Matters with Carl Fitzpatrick. Southeast.